supposed to have it all together And when they ask how you're doing Just smile and tell them never better Lot number two Everybody's life is perfect except yours So keep your messes and your wounds And your secrets safe with you behind closed doors truth be told the truth is rarely told i say i'm fine yeah i'm fine oh i'm fine hey i'm fine but i'm not i'm broken and when it's hello and welcome to the preserve and illuminate podcast where Nick Benson and my dad, Justin Moss, talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. Hello. I'm Justin Moss. Uh, blessed that you guys can uh, spend this time to, to join us. And we hope this, uh, this podcast finds you well. Uh, today is our 22nd episode. Nick, you made it to be 22. Yeah. Congratulations. Go deuces. Um, and we wanted to uh, to talk about what is truth. Um, something that's been on my heart for a while, Nick. It's, I think it's been on your heart as well. Um, partly because of everything that's taking place uh, in, in the world, but also that's a question for the ages, right? Because if you get down to the bottom of that question, you really find the foundation of everything else. And hopefully... Uh, in in uh, in our our own way here, right? Not not that we're that deep, but <laughs> maybe we could share um, share that with you guys. So I think before we get started, um, there's something going on with our IT department that Nick wants to talk about. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, my sister's birthday is right like in the next few days, so we wanted to say happy birthday to Heather, and that we love her. Happy birthday, Heather. Nick's going to sing to you right now on this podcast. So. <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Not really, but, <laughs> but uh, I am thankful um, for her and for uh, all that she does. We make the joke about the IT department, but, but uh, she is, you know, an awesome sister, my only sister, and I love the best her. Sister you She's have. the best sister could ever have, could ever ask for. Um, but one of the things that we were actually just talking about making jokes about how she calls me a nerd now because mm-hmm. now I read and I used to always call her a nerd for reading. But one of the cool things is is um, like as she's she has you know walked life like all of us where we've you know steered left and right and made decisions and have to uh, live with the decisions we make or move forward from things like that we all have ups and downs but the cool thing with her is I've always looked up to her for her because of how smart she is and I know it has a lot to do with reading like the knowledge that she's gained from reading is, is bar none but I always knew that I had a truth that in a in a fact that she never had hmm. so I always thought like man if if she ever you know really focused on her walk with Jesus like the world would would be in trouble because mm. she has 
like the knowledge and the ability to learn at a different level than normal people. So, mm. you know, seeing her direction and focus hone in on Jesus like these last, you know, last year within the year or so, she's um, she learned so much, but also um, is very outgoing and talk like you can only imagine because she, you know, she's like me in a way mm. that she's very. Uh, easily approachable and she can she can talk and hold a conversation but she also has like a knowledge that's like on another level and wisdom where i'm like oh man like the world's in trouble now because she's (laughs) (laughs) she's focused and she you know she's coming so shout out to her you know i just wanted to say i love her and Mm -hmm. give a little little shout out for um for you know what she does and what she's doing now and i pray that she can continue to to keep that focus and that flame lit Mm -hmm. Amen. Happy birthday, Heather, a.k.a. our IT department. <laughs> she still wants a shirt. Right? We're, we're going to make that happen. We got to have a, oh, we have the salt and light shirt. We just got to get one on the back that says IT department. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'd be hyped. All right. Um, so with that, uh, today's episode, we want to talk about what is truth. Um, so, Nick. Um, I can ask you what is truth. We'll throw it back and forth. I'm sure there's some verses that um, will come to mind, but I think you know, really setting a tone here for what is truth is important because we name the podcast "What Is Truth," Nick. So you don't have a choice, <laughs> right? That's what we got to talk about. So, um, actually, in, in real quick, because I did want to, I did want to share this. I, I, w- I was fortunate enough to actually do a, a couple of devotions on um, what is truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, relatively armed, but before we jumped into it, this, this question is actually found in John chapter 18, specifically in verse 38. Um, and this is where I was actually reading through the book of John that it first hit me, uh, cause I've read past it. I don't, I, I, I can't even tell you how many times, uh, but one day it just hit me like a ton of bricks, um, because I was actually going through the book of John um, right when COVID like was getting deep, like around May or so, around that time frame, and that that those words stuck out because we were all searching for it at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, what is truth? What is COVID? What does this mean? <laughs> you know, what's going to happen to our country? You got to think about you know we're we're, we're pre-election, but still very divisive and and. Um, and media outlets and stuff and if you looked around we almost had these conversations and dialogues with everybody that we met just on different levels mm-hmm. right where somebody wasn't saying what is truth but they were saying what is going on or what's next or do you know what about toilet paper yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I borrow a roll <laughs> But, but in all seriousness, like people weren't necessarily outright saying what is truth, but they were searching for it. But the question just sounded a little bit different than what is truth. And a lot of people that we knew and talked to were having these doubts about, like, you know, because we've never been, we've never lived through a country being shut down. We've never lived through a pandemic. We've never lived through so much um, confusion and I'm not going to say exactly disinformation 
but maybe the volume of information coming at people and the justification of what these numbers and information meant mm-hmm. had different um, translations. Mm-hmm. So we were receiving it all, but didn't couldn't necessarily digest it. Leading people to ask that question, like, what is going on? Or how do I get through this? Or what's my next step? Or is my family prepared? Am I prepared? What about my loved ones? What about our church? Like, what about all these things that mean so much to us? And that led me to, you know, look at this question and really ask myself, what is truth? Mm-hmm. And when you frame it in what was happening here in John chapter 18, you know, Pontius Pilate was having a conversation with Jesus where he begins to to ask him, you know, are you a king? And he starts to go through these questions through Jesus. And he knows that as Jesus is answering him, and I'm going to go back to verse 36 right now. Mm-hmm. As Jesus is answering him um, on one of his questions, Pilate doesn't hear the answer that he wants to hear mm-hmm. and begins to realize that, He's stuck between a a rock and a hard place because this guy just admitted the very thing that he knows that he has to persecute him for, Mm -hmm. but he knows he doesn't find any fault in him. But everybody outside the door that he's about to walk out of Mm -hmm. wants to persecute him for the exact same things that he just said that he was. So verse 36, you know, where where, where Jesus answers him, um, he says, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. And then Pilate said, therefore, Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Because he asked him if he was a Jew first. Are you a king then? And Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. So he's, he's breaking it down for him. Mm-hmm. I'm a king. Mm -hmm. I am the truth. And then Pilate says this. What is truth? (laughs) But it's a rhetorical question. He he didn't even wait around for the answer. It was almost like uh, threw his hands in the air, shrugged his shoulders like, what is truth? Because he's stuck between this this rock and this hard place. He's like, I don't think this guy really should be killed. But everybody out there says he should. And now I have to go out there and tell him, I, I don't find any fault in him. Mm-hmm. I find nothing wrong with him at all. But here you go. This is the guy that you guys want to kill. And he's saying that in rhetorical fashion because of the situation that he's in. You know, fast forward to our times now, a lot of people are in that tough position where they're facing that same angry mob outside of their door, but it might not be in physicality. It's actually in print, media, everywhere else, there's that mob where you just, you can't go against them. Mm-hmm. And people are asking themselves, what is truth? Mm-hmm. So I'll pause there because I want to frame that. So Nick, what is truth? Uh, you can't handle the truth. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, that was good, Nick. I was really hoping you were going to ask me that question again. So I can <laughs> use that response. <laughs> yeah, in his back pocket. I was waiting. waiting you got to say it different, Thank though. You. We're going to try it again. We're I didn't want to yell because then I want to hear hurt people's ears and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the people that listen to this podcast love us. Yeah, so we could just All right. do whatever. Nick, we want. What is truth? You can't handle the truth. Oh. <laughs> but um, man, that's a, what is truth is something that, like you said, you you've been hearing it and it's been ringing in your ears and heart. Same with me because um, 
culturally, like truth is turned into just what you believe is true, you know, mm -hmm. what your feelings say is true. So, you know, the the definition, you know, like a quick Google definition of truth, it says like a fact or belief that is accepted as true. Mm -hmm. um, or that says, what is the difference between fact and truth? Truth is an instance of quoting one or many of the facts while describing or discussing the subject. The difference between truth and fact is that fact is something that cannot be combated or with reasoning, for it is logic itself. But truth is something which depends on a person's perspective and experience. Hmm. So it's like the world it, it tells you that truth can change. Like you try to like make it seem like truth mm -hmm. can be, but that's so dangerous because. If your truth, it's just like that same, like that, you know, we, we did What is True Freedom. We've done an episode on right. that. And those are dangerous um, things to keep up to a person's feeling or discretion because our truths and our freedoms can change by our feelings. Mm -hmm. And our feelings change, like, all the time, depending on seasons and depending on circumstance. So it's, if you're... If you're always, you know, what's the quote, floating by the seat of your pants, you know, like on what your truth is, you'll never have a foundation of any sort, you know. Mm -hmm. So for myself, what is truth, I base it on obviously what the Bible says is truth. And, mm -hmm. you know, Jesus says he's the truth. So I'm, if I'm setting my foundation on something that's uh, forever lasting in past, present, and future, I think I'm setting myself on a pretty solid foundation. Mm. And the world, which the Bible says is going to happen, is trying to say that that's not the only truth. Mm. You know, the truth can be this if you believe it, you know, or the right. truth can be this if you want it, you know, like, which, like I said, is a dangerous trap because our wants and feelings will lead us into you know despair for the most part because mm -hmm. there is no there's no up out of that so um that's why for me i remember you know like john fourteen six. you know bring it jesus told him i'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me and that's how i talk and share about jesus to everyone is like i know the truth and there's one way to it mm -hmm. you know and and because of that truth there is a way to him, you know, so um, that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible because Jesus is being, uh, he's, uh, he's humble, he's meek, he's gentle, but he is direct as well. And when he's giving a command, you you know that that's a command, that, you know, like it, it, it makes me laugh that that's why it's even, you know, like Jesus's words are written in red because it's like to me it's even like, like a command because it's mm -hmm. not that he's yelling. It's just there's authority behind it. Mm -hmm. And, and when, when if he's saying that for us to do something or to believe in something, then we should um, we should stand on that truth and we should be able to be able to like um like i said like actual solid foundation we should be able to build on top of that truth because if the truth is based on like i said the season or the circumstance then we're going to be constantly wobbling and finding ourselves falling over each other and you know mm -hmm. toppling at some point because it's never going to be sturdy yeah you gave the definition of truth that's interesting the one you looked up is different than mine i'm sure it's just different dictionaries right um, but it, 
Uh, truth. just changed because truth changed. Right. I just looked it up now. You probably looked it up yesterday. <laughs> right. I did. So, um, so because everybody has in their mind their own truth, mm-hmm. but the definition that you had made it seem that is ex- extremely subjective. <laughs> Uh, to the person, right? right? And then here we, we, we see that I found that it was the quality or state of being true led me to go look up what is true. And it says in accordance with a, with fact or reality, accurate, exact, loyal, or faithful. Okay. Which is something that maybe sounds a little bit better. Yeah. Right. Um, but I also wanted to look up the biblical de- definition of, of truth. Mm-hmm out of John 14, 6, because I, I actually had that same verse picked out. But it says objectively, you know, what is true in any matter under consideration, okay? So it's truly in truth according to truth. Of a truth in reality, in fact, certainly. It says what is true in things uh, pertaining to God and the duties of man, moral and religious truth. So in the greatest latitude, the true notions of God, which are open to human reason without his supernatural intervention. And I'm going to read this last one here because that's a, these are all objectively. <laughs> the truth as taught in the Christian religion, respecting God and the execution of his purpose through Christ and respecting the duties of man, opposing alike superstitions of the Gentiles and the inventions of Jews, and the corrupt opinions and precepts of false teachers, even among Christians. That that particular one, from the objective portion here, really level sets what it's about. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that, that's it. Because there can only be one truth in order for you to actually call it truth. Right. Because I can't have a truth that you can therefore prove to be false, because mm-hmm. then it is not true. And a lot of people will come with their opinions and then call it a truth. But that can't be truth if I can debunk it. Mm-hmm. And there is only one thing that has consistently been proven to be true. Right. Right. That's it. So and in case you, if you don't know, we don't want to leave you hanging here, but it's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father but through him. And then in John 8, 32, it says, you know, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So the knowledge, the gnosis of truth will will make you free. Mm -hmm. Once you understand and recognize what truth is, it actually changes everything else in your life. Mm -hmm. Because now you have that compass. Now you know which way is north and you know how to direct the rest of your life. If you don't have that, then you are um, being tossed about with people's emotions, you know, like a sail in the wind, which mm-hmm. are where the wind's blowing. You don't have a choice. You have to go it. You know, it, it's, it's contrary to you. And you can't, you can't win those battles. You can't fight it because you don't have anything to actually go back to and set your, like you said, to use your word, your foundation on mm-hmm. because you don't have that. But that truth should be your foundation. And once you find that truth, again, everything else can be compared against it. And, you know, in the word of God, we can actually take our life situations and then go compare it to what the word says. Mm -hmm. We don't even necessarily have to go to a commentary. Yeah. 
right? We yeah. can just apply it here. Right. You know, is should I should I lie? <laughs> I can I can go and say no. You, I shouldn't lie. Should I steal? No, I shouldn't steal. Yeah. What happens if I have unforgiveness? We can go and see. Okay, you don't get for you know you don't your prayers aren't heard. What happens if um, you know if if uh, what happens if I steal from somebody? Right. Mm -hmm. You can see what happens if you steal from somebody. So we we can we can go through these scenarios in our lives, but run them through the Bible, and then we find out what the truth is. Mm -hmm. And you know, John fourteen six is, is is one of those verses that you know we would all go to, and it's one of the first ones that you know you memorize because of how important it is. Right. Right. And it's simply put. Yeah. Simply put, and and yeah, back to that foundation. Um, and the reason I use that word is is uh, thinking of Ephesians 6, too, where, where Paul's describing the, the armor of God. Mm. And we've talked about the shield in a, pa in a past episode and how mm -hmm. that's used to defend and deflect, um, you know, enemies' attacks and onslaughts. But, the, you know, one of the first pieces that you're putting on that Paul's describing is, is putting on the belt of truth. And it starts in 14 saying, stand your ground putting on the belt of truth so that's that foundational piece of your your armor you know like mm -hmm. you're you know you thinking you, you know he's using it in, in an armor of like a like a roman soldier mm -hmm. picture and he's painting that picture but even you know for myself i think of like like a, a bodybuilder or even like a UPS, like a warehouse worker, like they're going to, they, they need a back brace. Why? Because they're, they need a, something to be able to put their weight on and to stand their ground on. Mm. So it's the same thing with the belt of truth is we have to set ourselves to be able to, you know, stand our ground. So we have to set ourselves on something that's going to hold us sturdy. And what mm. is the belt of truth? And that's the truth if we base our walk on or base our life on then all these other pieces of armor pretty much go along and fit in with that belt right. you know the belt's going to hold on the bottom part of the breastplate or, you know um you know the belt's also going to hold up your pants you know like you know so so it's um it's foundational and if you're not set on something that's going to hold the weight or hold your weight at least then you know like you said you're going to be pulled to and fro and, and mm -hmm. tossed every which way because culture hits hard and it, it you know especially nowadays it's it's <laughs> it's definitely flowing one way pretty heavy so you got to have a pretty solid foundation to to hold up against that current you know? mm -hmm. yeah i like the the belt of truth too um because that's the first thing that you put on but like you said it anchors everything else yeah it's in the center, right? So it's it's important, and I like how you, you even said like a bodybuilder because you looked at me and you thought that you know I was a bodybuilder. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Okay, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm a UPS oh, driver. Then. Like I didn't say that. I'm a UPS <laughs> driver. Then that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's <laughs> but the because in in my version. Uh, it says stand therefore, right? And I like how, I like just basically how it, it, it's stated. But it says stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. And then it goes on with the other ones. But I like that word girded because it's, it's, it's like a manual thing that you have to put on. Oh, yeah. And like when you gird something, it's snug and it's tight and it's mm -hmm. permanent. 
Yeah. And you, you're intentionally about putting it on. This isn't like a little throw-on type of thing. Like it's intentional. Yeah. But the the um, the purpose behind it is for us to prepare right. for something. Yeah. Because you want it to be snug. I'm going to prepare, and that's what the truth should do. It should be our foundation. It should be snug mm-hmm. and tight. It should be loose and all like, oh, this is my truth, but I might fall over here. Yeah. It's got to be like, uh, tight, yeah. in yeah. there, snug. Right. Like, this is the truth. Right. This is what holds me up. This is my foundation. And it shouldn't change. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's vital for, for your walk because if you're not, if you're not, like, you know, locked in at that point, like I, for some reason, I keep picturing like even a seatbelt. You know, mm-hmm. like a, if you're in an accident and that belt doesn't lock or it's not belted in, what's going to happen? You know, like the seatbelt actually keeps you safe. It locks you into that. Yes, you're in an accident, but at least you can get out of it and walk. The, you know, and live to another day. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't locked in on that in that seatbelt, you would have been tossed. You know, to and fro and mm-hmm. and possibly lose your life because of it. So, um, so wear your seatbelt, guys. Where, yeah, wear your wear your seatbelt. Uh, wear your wear your belt of truth in life because, or you know, as you're walking around or doing, whether you're working or not working, or sorry, working or or going to church or wherever you you have to be prepared uh, because you don't know when that accident may happen. You don't know when that attack or that trial or that storm may hit, and if you're not prepared, then you'll get caught you know, slipping, you get mm-hmm. caught unprepared, then you're now reacting to it and you're in a way you're in a, you're in a disadvantage at that mm-hmm. point. Where if you're prepared and something hits, you're you know what to do. You know, like you're you're ready for the next move. And we always or maybe it's just me, but we always talk about sports and I can't help but think even with, you know, like say baseball, when you're playing defense and there's a runner on first, like, you already know, like, if the ball comes to you, you have a, like, you already, you're prepared for what you're going to do with that ball if you get it. You're going to mm-hmm. go to second because you're going to try to turn two. And you're, but, like, if you're not thinking that and then all of a sudden the ball is just hit to you, you your split-second hesitation may cause someone to be safe and it's going to hurt your team. Mm-hmm. Or same thing with our walk. Like, if you're not prepared and standing on that truth and you get caught in the heat of a moment and that hesitation happens, it could... You know, there can be some consequence or repercussions that you possibly could have not, you could have avoided by mm-hmm. have, being prepared, um, not getting caught with your, your pants down. You know, right. like, <laughs> you weren't wearing your belt. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I know that if you're not prepared or prayed up, I don't know if you remember, um, or even if you were there, um, but Garrett Garrett Beeler came to our church. Mm-hmm. Were you there for that one? And mm-hmm. he talked about being pre pre prayed, mm-hmm. right? Instead of being prepared, yeah. prepared, be pre prayed, yeah. right? Um, and and that's something that, that that really resonated with me because a lot of times we go we, we just go about our day, mm-hmm. and if you don't pray about being armored up, if you don't pray about having focus and having the Lord go before you, or just preparing you for those situations that may come up in your day, you get caught off guard, and before you know it, you're you're fleshing out over something that doesn't mean anything to anybody in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've compromised your witness, you've kind of ruined your day, <laughs> um, and you might have some people to apologize to. Right. 
you know, all because you weren't pre-prayed. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't you didn't put your belt on. You didn't armor up. You forgot what the truth was. So I like that. I like that you said that um, because that's that's important for all of us. That's a daily thing. You know, we have to pick up our cross daily. Mm-hmm. We have to pick up that reminder, that instrument of death daily, just so that we, seriously, so yeah. that we remember what was sacrificed for us, why why it was sacrificed for us, and then realize that that is the truth. If this was done for me, I have to act like that was done for me every day. I have to act like this. Um, what there's a purpose for it, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's a lot more to be said that probably I shouldn't say because it's gonna be harsh, but. Not in a bad way. I just don't want. I don't want it to, to, to come across wrong. But right. it's it's really important for us to understand that truth and really use that for everything that we have because that truth is that one thing. You know, like we talked about in John eight thirty two, that it can make us free. Mm-hmm. It can free us from our sin, our bondage to sin. It can free us from all of the wrongs of the world. It can free us from everything. It can make us free, and we don't realize what freedom is until you are actually set free right you don't realize what you're in bondage to until you actually get out of that bondage because if you think about it it, people are in bondage to like crazy things you might be in bondage to like a tv show Mm -hmm. and you don't realize that until that tv show ends and you're free from it and somebody tells you oh yeah i don't watch that either and you realize what maybe maybe i shouldn't watch it Mm -hmm. why am i watching it right i'm in bondage to it and then you realize i'm not gonna watch it anymore and all of a sudden you're like I'm free. Yeah. You know, you could get set free because you're in bondage. And that's really what a real world freedom looks like. But the problem is we don't recognize how much we're in bondage to. And we don't give that over to God. Right. Mm-hmm. I love how pastors said that you, you, you hold things with an open hand. Because mm-hmm. every time you squeeze it, you mm-hmm. can kill it. Mm-hmm. Right. But you hold it with an open hand because the Lord should be able to take it at any time. Mm-hmm. That's that's freedom. Mm-hmm. For everything that you have, mm-hmm. if we go to the go to the Lord and say, you know, it's all yours, take what you want. I think about that. that that's a prayer that you know it's it's going to take you know some some brass balls. I'm going to say it, some mm. brass balls <laughs> to say a prayer like that. Seriously, yeah. right? To say that, yeah, it's everything I have. Take what you want. Right. Yeah, that's 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 good because it's you. Um, you can hold on to things and walk away with a little something, or you can open the open the palm and let the Lord give you more. You know, an un you know uncountable blessing. Like mm-hmm. we're because He's if your if your if your hands cupped or closed, then you're 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 restricting growth. You're restricting more of a blessing because mm-hmm. your hands closed. Whereas if you're open. Not only are you giving freely, but the Lord's also freely to give to you. You know, like He can take things out and put things in freer, and use that um, through you know through your life and through your walk and through ministries and through um, family members. God God works with that empty vessel or with that open hand. You know, He mm-hmm. He can. Um, he can work in a way that we we would never be able to do on our own, um, but without without having a basis or, or a belief in 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 him in in the truth, you really you don't know where to go to look for any kind of help or blessing or any kind of 
guidance because then you're just looking at what man may call truth or what the world may call truth and like we were just making the joke about it changing day to day mm -hmm. especially nowadays you can see how that truth can fluctuate day to day and can cause uh, like stress and anxiety levels to, to rise because maybe your truth doesn't match up that day <laughs> you know like it might be different that day right. and you're like now you're on a roller coaster every single day trying to figure out if you're you know doing good or not and and we we base our our walk and our lives off of the truth in this that the book gives us you know and and we seek that every day so we don't worry about the roller coaster it could be mm -hmm. an up or a down but we're sitting you know under his wing you know like that's that's the visual i get is like no matter if we're going up or down if we're riding with him he's gonna you know we're, we're soaring you know like we're coasting not in, the, not in like a lackadaisical relaxation type way but we're protected we're under mm -hmm. like i said under his wing so if we're if we're riding on his truth which can't be broken and it sets you know breaks all chains sets free mm -hmm. We are that. Um, we are comforted that way. We are in a peace that way because because we we're believing in the truth that there's no um, no fact check that can ruin it. You know, right? Because the fact and the truth thing that I talked about earlier just makes mm -hmm. me think like that that they that there's fact the fact checkers are everywhere nowadays allegedly mm -hmm. and all this, but they still can't prove the Bible wrong. So what does that say? What does that say? Yeah, you know, like. I, can't, I don't even have words for it because it's like it, to me it's like common sense at that point like come on you guys we got to understand at some point or at least lower the pride level a little bit and, and admit that you're wrong or admit that you don't know because God only knows you know so uh, but humans not okay with that you know and we just last week or so sent people to Mars or not people but we sent another rover to Mars and <laughs> And, you know, why? Because they're trying to prove that there's life outside of the, of the Earth. Of the Earth. Right? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, people, come on. And th those are smart people. Very. <laughs> like, brilliant minds. Arguably the smartest that, uh, that we have to offer. Yeah. And they're still sending people to another planet thinking right. that they're going to find another life form. Right. That they didn't bring there already. They probably brought the organism there from another previous right. flight. There's that spider that made it. Yeah. <laughs> Martian spider now. Martian spider, we found one. Yeah. Wait, that's a daddy long yeah. legs. Our oh. bad. We seen that. Our bad. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, not to rant or harp on uh, on NASA because I think NASA is really cool, and I think mm -hmm. going to Mars is actually really cool. But when you hear reasons why they are doing it, it's like, man, like what? If they had a trip, would you go? Like in like ten years, they say like we can get you to Mars in like a couple days. Would you go? Vacation. Like I, like I was paying for it, or it's like a what paid trip. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably, I wouldn't trust it. Well, wouldn't you trust? I mean, the rover made it. The rover did make it. Yeah. Would you go? Probably not. Yeah. All right. You probably need a vaccine to go. <laughs> we don't want you. We don't want you getting COVID on Mars. Like, uh, like uh, vaccine, no, vaccine, <laughs> vaccine or Mars? Uh, no Mars. Mars. <laughs> I'm going to Mars. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a couple of things that, 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 that you were, you were talking about that made me think of something. Some some of it was 
about us not holding on to things too tightly, but also just our 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 greatest times and the, the the even when people are in the most desperate need, when you're met by God and He actually supplies what you need and you realize that you know that He came through, that His truth came through for you. And and in order for us to be used, sometimes that vessel has to get cleaned out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that process of that is is that sanctification, and you'll see, you'll hopefully see where I'm going here in a second. But that process of sanctification is important in our lives. But when you said that, it made me think about how, in order for us to get to the point where we recognize what is truth, is one step. Mm-hmm. But then, once you get to that point, do we do what Pilate did, and? walk away and throw our hands up and, and, and treat it as this arbitrary thing that isn't going to matter for too much longer? Mm-hmm. Or do we embrace it, apply it, and use it in our lives so that we say, oh, I found this truth. Mm-hmm. If we find knowledge of something, we, we, tend, to, we tend to share it. Yeah. But we have the truth, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking to myself, and we don't often share it. Yeah. And that is the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. Is that truth. Like I, I, I have the answer to every question that you could ever answer. And it's just one word. Mm-hmm. Five letters, one word. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's Jesus. Yeah. You know, what if this happens? Jesus. Yeah. What if that happens? Jesus. Right? So we have to think about that. But again, the, the, where I'm going is actually John 17, 17. Where Jesus is actually praying for his disciples. And he says this. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they may also be sanctified by the truth. So the truth, like I mentioned earlier, is that next that step after that truth, after you receive it, recognize it, acknowledge it, then you are thereby sanctified by it. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes that mechanism that actually is, allows us to have that vessel clean. It, that light exposes all of the darkness, the voids, the gunk, the nastiness that's inside of our vessel, which then the Lord cleans out. And then we can be used. We could be, we could ha- we could be that, that vessel of honor, right? We can be that, that tool um, that, that that God uses for His glory, mm-hmm. and that's what the truth avails. But you know, we have to know that we have it, use it, and then also share it. Right. And that's I think that's at least for myself something that uh, that is important to me. The other thing was, um, have you ever heard of George Mueller? The the name does sound familiar. So the uh, the Christian. The, the, uh, I'm not going to do a bio on him, but <laughs> no, seriously, because he was an evangelist, but he owned, I'll show you his picture. He owned, uh, not owned, but ran a bunch of, well, I guess he owned them too, but he ran a bunch of orphanages and stuff. And there's a, there's a story to be told about him and his orphanage where uh, the kids were waking up in his orphanage and he had them all sit around the table. And then, you know, he was talking to his people there and he's like, Hey, you know, set the plates out. And they're like, we don't, we don't have any food. Yeah. He's like, well, let's just set the plates out and everything, and then we'll, we'll all get together and pray. And his, you know, I could glean or think that his intent was just to pray and then ask for the Lord to provide at a later time. Mm. 
So as they all get together and they pray, the doorbell rings. And the guy and he opens the door and he's like, Hey, I woke up really early this morning because the Lord told me to, to wake up and then make all these loaves of bread for you guys to give to you guys. So, you know, here you go. And he's like, wow. So they all sit the bread down and the doorbell rings again. <laughs> and he opens the door and there's a milk truck that's broke down in front of his house. And the guy's like, this, all this milk's going to spoil. He's like, I, I, I got I to, gotta, you know, get rid of it. He's like, if you guys want it all. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so you think about the leap of faith that he was taking about sitting all these kids down, knowing that he had nothing to offer them, yeah. but to get them to pray because he believed. Right. Didn't know it was going to come right then and there, right. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> um, but the story is basically told because of his faith and what he believed in being true, that God was going to pro provide for him. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes where truth begins to waver because if we hear the truth and know the truth, and we know that the truth will make us free, and we also know that God will supply all of our needs. Are we willing to count on that? Or do we actually start stepping in and stepping away and going, okay, well, I need this. Rather than us pray to, to ask the Lord for it, we just find other means to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that sometimes we miss, we miss blessings by doing that, by squeezing these things too tight and not having that open hand, allowing mm -hmm. him to put something in it. He can't put anything in if our hand's closed. Right. And that's where I was going with that. Right, no, that's good, and it just makes me think of uh, um, with what you're saying. Like to to believe in a truth is like it's a trust. Mm -hmm. So like if you're not trusting, you would be clenching your fist and holding on. But if you fully trusted in what you believe to be true, then your hand would be open. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the same same thing, or goes along the same lines as in our daily walk where if we trust in him and we know his word to be true then we should be able to walk with a confidence and a boldness to also share that with people and explain why we are not fearful and why we don't have uh, anxious feelings over uh, current situations or uh, things that are going on you know outside mm -hmm. of our control because it is in our it's not in our control nope. so to worry over things that are not in our control is is pretty much you know uh, a waste of time it's vanity it's vanity of any or uh, i can't help but think of the couple of lessons ago in our proverbs say is the futility of folly yeah. you know it's the, yeah so it's like the pointlessness or the uselessness of wicked or or foolishness mm -hmm. you know so it's like we can find ourselves being foolish and being fine with it yep. and 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 pretty much just spinning wheels and going nowhere in life or in general um, because we are chasing that that foolishness or mm -hmm. we're chasing uh, fake truth or you know something that's um, here today gone tomorrow mm -hmm. you know, because that I feel like that's what the world gives us a lot of gives mm -hmm. us a lot of here today's gone tomorrow you know watch this rise and then watch it fall you know like it's always it's it's drama people love drama it's <laughs> entertainment so you know like it unfortunately that's where our news has gone to it's the same thing it's all shock value entertainment oh, stuff yeah. like that so it's it, you can't base truth off of any of that kind of stuff because then if you do you're i mean maybe that's why a lot of people are so you know fearful and anxious because they do trust a lot of that and mm -hmm. I, I pray that 
they start to really examine what they're watching and, and examine what's being said and, and, and remember what was being said. Because I feel like people forget things from even day to day, but definitely mm -hmm. week to week. Like from one Monday to the next Monday will seem like a year for most people. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, you don't remember that happening? And they're like, when? I'm like, last week. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like... And they're like, oh, yeah, really, that is true, yeah. And then they like, you know, you shed a little light on the situation, but I'm like, man, people are really that foggy. Like, mm -hmm. really, people are really that just worried about getting to the weekend. Yeah. You know, like, I just, I just can't wait to get to the weekend. It's like, man, but you're, you're, you're looking forward to two days and skipping five. Yeah. Like, I get it, you got to work, but come on. Yeah. But that's an attention span issue that's, a, it's, like, we just... Over time, have been we've been reducing our ability to focus. Say it, dumbed down. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say it. we've been dumbed down, mm -hmm. taken advantage of, right? Mm -hmm. Hoodwinked. All right. To like these small clips of attention, mm -hmm. just small little clips. Like I can take this much information in this. Like you, you know, like like a small little portion of what the true meaning of what that was is what's happening. And you're right, you know, people forget what happened last week or the really the significance of it where you would be able to add things up and say, okay, these people have consistently told lies, right? So that means, right, mm -hmm. if, if we were to say, you know, we looked at this and said, I can deduce that this person is a liar, mm -hmm. right? When in, if you look at people's body of works or the things that they say or how they go about things, it's easy for us because we have the truth to run it through our filter and say, this is wrong, right. this is not right, or to even have almost like a feeling before you actually have vetted it, whether it is or not, but you're able to have that. The more steeped you are in the truth, the more obtuse everything else becomes. Seriously, right? Mm -hmm. The less you are, mm -hmm. the more that, you know, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything scenario mm -hmm. starts to take place in your life because you just feel that, you know, that happened. I, 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 I said it jokingly. I've said it multiple times. Like the whole toilet paper and bottled water thing that happened during COVID, that had nothing to do with nothing. Like people just started grabbing that because they felt that they were going to need it. Yeah. But that was just pure emotion and yeah. stupidity that people were buying so much toilet paper to the point where stores were saying, you bought that much, I'm not going to allow you to return it. Mm -hmm. You keep it. Yeah, you bought it. You bought it. But Because they fell for everything. They fell, they, they fell for the, the trap that you, you, you actually needed that much toilet paper. It had a lot to do with social media because people kept posting pictures of like empty aisles. Yeah. And, and then they're reposting the same picture. Yeah. So then you see it 50 times and you start to think there's actually a problem. Not yeah. paying attention to the truth in the picture that it's the same one reposted right. 50 different times. Claiming it's different stores when... yeah. And then at one point it actually did kind of get a little true where you're like... You actually go to the store and see it empty and you're like, wait, why? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? But then the truth of the matter was is people were just, like you said, falling into the trap. Yeah. Of following the leader, yeah. you know, and then oh, they did it, so I'm going to do it. You know, monkey see, monkey do. Monkey and, see, monkey do. <laughs> and, and, well, I mean, and that's not even a saying you hear anymore because yeah. it's too true. Yeah. It will hurt people. Yeah, because they're like, 
they'll get offended because it's true. Yeah. And I I don't know. I, I may have shared this with you. I may have even said it on the podcast. But I remember that week when COVID hit, we actually went to Sam's Club. We go to Sam's Club probably every every other week or so after church. Mm-hmm. And we go there, and then like there's like a line in the back of the store. And, you know, all these people are lined up. And I was like, I was, you know, cruising through. I was like, what, what are you guys in line for? I was like, oh, they're going to. They're gonna bring um, they're gonna bring water and toilet paper out, and I was like, I was like, okay. And they're like, you're not gonna get any. I was like, no, no, I'm gonna go get food. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> I need. I'm, I'm gonna go get food. Yeah. And you should have saw the look on that person's <laughs> face, because I'd said it laughing to their face, like you're waiting in line for something, like what? Yeah. Like that's it's, if all hell breaks loose, you're gonna have yeah. bottled water and toilet paper. I'm oh. gonna eat. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Right, like I don't know. Corona can't shut down water, can it? Yeah, my faucet still works. Right. They wanted to wipe all their tears. Right. No kidding. Right. But I, 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 I guess I shouldn't joke about it too much. But my point is that, like, they were, they weren't following what we knew, know to be true. Right. Right. So, if that is bad and everything's bad, like the least thing that I'm going to worry about is whether. You know, I have something to wipe my butt yeah. on, right? Yeah. It's really like how do we protect our families, right, and and, 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 our, and our friends. That's what, you know, that's what really it should come down to. And ultimately, if we really boil it down to, you know, what does this matter in the kingdom of heaven and what is truth, then we would see that the worst thing that can happen to us is we, we, we die and go to heaven. What we probably missed out on was an opportunity to minister to so many people that actually fell prey to such a high level of fear for mm-hmm. such a long time. Mm-hmm. I think it's been like a year, mm-hmm. and we could probably name some people on here that have not left their house. Right. Right? Yeah, it's sad. And I don't want to call them out, but it is sad. Yeah, and there's some people that have just, they fell prey to it. And how do you fall pray to something that's false because you don't have truth mm-hmm. and you know that's it's sad to say but I, I know for a fact we did and I even know that like you know my wife and I we've been having conversations about people we knew that were basically saying that they weren't gonna go out or they weren't gonna um, we weren't gonna get together for a family thing or you know, they were like, oh, are you guys okay? Are you, are you good? I remember seeing our neighbor after like three weeks. She's like, how are you guys doing? I'm like, great. How about you guys? Oh, just trying to stay safe. Mm-hmm. I was like, for what? Did the coronavirus start invading people's neighborhoods? Like, what, yeah. what do we need to stay safe from? I get that, like, there's a sickness out there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you're just stuck in your home. Yeah. Like, you just basically are, are captive now, right? right? And I don't, I, I struggle to see why people saw it that way rather than, but I missed out on those opportunities to ask them why they were fearful, where that was going, because then I could have gave them the truth. Right. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, that's always a convicting feeling right there where you just mentioned, like, the, the coulda, woulda, shouldas, but... Yeah. but um, I call them the Justins. The, <laughs> what? I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna use that from now on. You got the Justins, huh? You got a, you got a case of the Justins. <laughs> you got a case of the Justins and the Rona. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you're falling apart. You're falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, and you know, we, we I'm sure we 
we can go on for a whole nother episode of situations where we've dropped that ball that the Lord's handed to mm-hmm. us and <laughs> we fumbled. Right. But um, but he hasn't called us to be perfect, thank God, right. because we would all fail. Mm-hmm. But he's called us to be obedient. Mm-hmm. He's called us to be available. Mm-hmm. And he called us to his truth. So, you know, like if we fall into that, you know, into his truth and we follow his truth, then the rest of it will work out. Yes, we're going to we're going to fumble. We're going to stumble. But the truth always has the foundation to set us back up. You know, like you can only go so far before, you know, coming back up like a cone on the freeway. You know, like when it gets hit, it'll come back up because it's set in Not the cement. Ones that I hit, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's like, you, you make practice of that? All right. I'm like, okay, no, when I, I hit a cone, up. you're not getting, getting back up. You're not back up. Uh-uh. See, I you told you we're still in PC days. <laughs> wow. Bringing it back. All right, watch out, Nick. Yeah. Boy's goofy. <laughs> Everything we just shared about. Right. <laughs> Down the gutter. Down right? the gutter. <laughs> Alright. Truth is, right? the truth is Justin's I'm a liar. Ruthless. I'm a liar. The truth is, Justin's a liar. <laughs> truth of the matter. What is truth? My arms are going up. Right? Nick throws arms up and just walked out <laughs> on the podcast, right. folks. Out of here. Out of here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, like you said, we're, it's our podcast, so we can, we can be a little silly. Um, but, all silliness aside, I mean, we we are getting kind of late in the episode too. But um, seek seek truth that is set. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we if we if you're seeking things that are the concrete's not set yet, you're going to get movement. You're going to have you know dysfunction. You're going to have things that just don't work out because you're it's not concrete. It's not set in stone and. W- like you know, I was just saying about the fact checking. Like everything, everything that goes up against the Bible and God's word, even people when they go up against it, they mm. all end up finding out that there's only one truth, and it lies within this book and what mm. the book talks about. And to me, I don't need much more proof than that. And then mm. God still is so good and so faithful; He still gives me proof. He still shows me little things here and there where He's like, "Yep." I'm here. I'm in control. You're not. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about this. Focus on me. Like, you know, it's the essential debate. You know, focus on the essentials. What gets you, what, what's salvation-based, what's not. What, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if, you, if it's not about that, then don't waste your time. Not in a way of, like, being, uh, like, brushing people off or, you know, in that aspect. But because you still want to love people and share with people. But don't fall into the arguments and, and the, the debates that are about things that you really have no say over or even know about. You know, right. I, off the top of my head, I can think of many right now where people are debating over things, whether it be within the Christian uh, fellowship or or outside of it. And it's like, yeah, but what truth is in it? You know, what where what are you going to gain out of it? What you know because. You're going to believe this now, and then tomorrow it's going to be different, or next week it'll be different, because they know you're not going to remember what you talked about today anyway. Right. So another 15-second or a minute-long clip, and they got you distracted again. You gone. You gone. But, yeah, so, I mean, that you know, that's my, my prayer for myself and my family, is that we continue to 
to make sure that every day we're set in that in his truth and we you know stay on that path and i pray that everybody also seeks that same mm. same uh, same direction seek and you will find yeah exactly knock and you will answer mm. i wanted to uh share out of out of proverbs uh one of the, the famous chapters chapter three yeah, i know right i love it uh, but really, I'm just going to read verse 3. Many people know the rest. Uh, so I encourage you to read the rest. But I just want to focus on verse 3 uh, because of what it says. It says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And then it goes on. Uh, but I encourage you to read that. But I just wanted to share that because... You know, if you let not mercy and truth forsake you, everything else will be okay. Everything else will, will be okay. We are, we are granted with more mercy than we can even think about or grasp. Mm -hmm. For the smallest things that we have done should be in the kingdom of God punishable by death. Hmm. Eternal damnation. Mm -hmm. However, he sent his son down here so that we could have a relationship with him and have forgiveness for our sins. Because he loves us. Mm -hmm. And that is the truth. So should we focus on that and let them not forsake us? Um, and I like how it says, bind them around your neck. You know, when you bind something, it's not to be set free again. Mm -hmm. It's permanent. It's, right. it's, you're, when you're bound, you're not, you're not to get out. And to write them on the tablets of our hearts. And I like saying that just because it sounds cool, right? But, yeah, it does sound cool. But when you write something on the tablet of your heart, you know, tablets back then were stones and stones you could like once it's written it's there forever like the ten commandments were there forever they were in the ark of the covenant like they were there permanently forever there's no white out there's no white out there's no white out no backspace <laughs> backspace <laughs> there's no backspace so you know that would be that would be uh, my encouragement probably i guess my closing note. yeah that's good i like that translation better because mine says deep within your heart Aww. <laughs> to write them deep within your heart. See? Big boy Bible. <laughs> All right. All right. Pray us out. Yeah. Our Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you just grateful and thankful that we know the truth, that we have the truth. And we just ask that you would continue to minister to us and all those who listen to this podcast, Lord, that you would meet everybody where they're at in a special way. And, Lord, that we know that we can turn to you in our time of need, Lord. We lift up all those who are needing prayer, Lord, those who may be hurting physically or spiritually, and just ask that you would meet them where they're at, Lord. Uh, and then also, Lord, that they would know that they're loved and prayed for, Lord. So we do thank you for this time, this opportunity, and just ask that uh, you would continue to work in and through us, Lord, that you would bless all those who hear this podcast, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We bless you. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you. And if possible, please post or share with anyone that may enjoy our podcast. Thank you and God bless.